thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is awesome. He is a rock star. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, Damo? Oh, Marcus. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thanks for the intro. Very kind of you. You always make me feel fantastic. Oh, well, Damo, let me ask you a quick question. How's your memory today? Well, it could do with some uh, some sparking. I've got to tell you, I feel like right. I just don't know how to push record on this thing. But you know, <laughs> we've finally got there. We've finally well, got then, there. I'm excited. You might uh, you might get a bit out of this in demo, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners will. We're going to shoot over to Boston, where we're going to catch up with a truly phenomenal individual, Dr. Charles Krebs. Spent the early part of his professional life in Australia, where he was based at Queenscliff Marine Science Lab as a research scientist. He then moved to the EPA's Water Quality Lab, where on a diving trip. He he suffered from the bends and became a quadriplegic. Whilst that in itself is a life sentence for most, Dr. Krebs refused to give in to the label and went on an intense path of self-discovery. To tell us more about memory, though, which is his main professional domain, we give a very warm 100 not out welcome to you, Dr. Charles Krebs. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Marcus, and thank you, Damien. I would like to join you with this. Charles, uh, memory, it's something that people as they age uh, start to come up with, I think, excuses for. They begin to feel like they have old timers, whereas I think they're just having some kind of short-term memory uh, stress response. You're an expert in this field. Tell us more. Why can't people find their keys, but why do they blame it on old timers rather than just something else? Well, first of all, right away, you know it's not true because when you have old timers, you don't know you don't know. So if you know you forgot, you don't have have Alzheimer's. (laughs) Bang, that's it. Remember that one. Okay. But you are absolutely correct, Damien. And uh, and I'm sorry, Marcus. And that what does indeed happen is as we age, the kind of progressive levels of stress we've experienced during our lives start to short circuit or shorten our active, uh, what's called working memory. And this is a short-term memory. It's quite different than the one that you remember your times tables with. Right, so when you learn your times tables, when you're nine years old, ten years old, you know, when you're seventy-seven, seven times six, forty-two, what you do? You just looked up and saw it, right? Or you just—it's just there, you know. And and it can still do that even when you're very old. That's long-term memory. So at first it was short-term. First you didn't know it. You practiced it. You practiced it, and then you shifted it from short-term. This is the hippocampal. Actually, they are neuronal loops that are in these two structures in your medial temporal lobe in your brain that are your short-term memory. One side, the right side, makes pictures. It's visual-spatial. The left side remembers auditory digital information. And those two sides then interact. But also, the right side, since it's visual-spatial, that's where faces are. The left side is where the name of that face ah. is. So has anyone ever had the experience of... And and it and what's your name? I can see your face. What's so you the, the right side you got perfect access to. You can see the person's face. Then there is a special pathway that goes from the right side to the left side and back and forth. 
And this is called the hippocampal commissure. And a commissure means right to left, left to right connector. And so if that pathway should shut down, the name is on the other side. So <laughs> even though you know you know the name and you know you can see the face, you can't get the name to say. It's it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's like trying to jump a, a, like over a gap in a cliff from the right side to the left side, but it's just not happening. But the thing is, you if the, in fact, the harder you try to remember it, the farther the name goes away. Yes, and then so what you, you got to do? Yeah, you let it all go. <laughs> you got to relax. You relax. <laughs> you know, you know what she's you know, you're another woman, and then you go on, and then uh, Susie, Susie, that's who it is. It just comes back automatically, right? Yeah, when all the, the pressure's gone, when all the pressure's gone, you actually remember. Like Damo said, when you relax. It, and, relax. And so this is exactly it because memory is very much affected by stress. Okay, mm-hmm. so and there are many levels as this may occur. Here, you you had that. You just momentarily lost the name, and then the stress of trying to remember, trying, the harder you try, the more stress it is, the more the name recedes into the background. Okay, right? can I so just interrupt there quickly, Charles? Sorry, but just a little uh, highlight light bulb moment for me there. For people that are listening who have trouble with their memory, what we'd already be suggesting is to do some really great relaxation techniques. Yep, that's, that's Like a meditation or like exercise, yep. just going to calm we'll, their bodies down. Yep, going and, and to help improve their memory. It's going to improve the retrieval from their memory. Absolutely. Oh, so just this another yeah, right. this is another one. Then people that are obsessed with doing like Sudoku and crosswords to help with brain development, la la la. I actually, again, this is just a totally ignorant comment. I don't actually know that it's all that effective. I'd be more saying go down the exercise, nutrition, meditation path, but. Uh, people no, that no trying... you, need the, you need the other one also. So, yeah, you this need, is... You need the, that, we'll talk about working memory in a second. That's a, okay. a very important for maintaining working memory. All right, but the good. other, equal, the equally important side is relaxation and meditation. And that's also for working memory. So it's the yin and the yang, right? Mm. Sudoku oh, and, and playing memory games is, is the active part, which helps fire the neurons and keep them linked together. But you then got to go into a calm state. You have to turn it off and that allows you to consolidate that and maintain uh, and helps maintain the memory right this is fabulous right, this is fascinating so it sounds like it sounds like you once you once you hear it you know it and then you've got to try and recall it it, it seems that maybe there's some techniques that you can use uh, to be able to improve your recall improve your attention what, what are we able to do obviously you taught yourself how to walk again and how to bring your body back from well, you stole victory from the jaws of defeat, essentially, you know, coming out of the bends and moving from being a quadriplegic to being more functional. What, what are the things yeah, I mean, that people need to do? Well, well, one of those is, you know, in, in, in neurology, uh, they say that there's two things. Number one is neurons that fire together, wire together, right? So you have to fire neurons. You have, this is like with the Sudoku, Sudoku aspect and doing playing memory games is actively engaging and firing the neurons. That helps them stay organized and reorganized and make new and stronger connections, right? But yep. if you do that too much, then you go into fatigue and then you actually start losing memory. So the other side of it is to go the yin route, to pass the receptor route and do something like uh, a meditation, you know, because that opens up other, the blood flow to the frontal cortex. It, t- it reduces cortisol levels and cortisol can actually interfere with short-term memory. So one of the reasons when you get stressed, you have trouble remembering, is you're releasing a lot of cortisol because of it. it's a stress reaction, and that starts to interfere with your short-term memory. 
so both in hippocampus and in the frontal lobes. So you know, it's a it's a, a kind of a balancing act. Yeah, you know, act, keep it active, keep it firing, but also give them some time off so they can, in a sense, you know, kind of integrate that firing and and make stronger, but can, connections that are not affected by high levels of cortisol. Uh, Charles, can I ask you a question about um, coordination as people get older, whether they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s or 70s? As people get older, their, their risks of falls um, increase and, and in the chiropractic world, we talk about the chiropractic adjustment helping with proprioception and knowing where that yep. person is in, in space and time. Um, yep. But I, you know, I go to a boxing class at the gym and I see people in their 50s and 60s and even earlier struggling with the whole left and right and doing combinations you know, like left, right, uppercut or left, right, hook. And yep. I see from the chiropractic perspective, I see where well, their brain is not connected to the rest of their body to tell them how to do it and the only way often you know to do it is to is to get better at it is to do it but um from your perspective how do people as they get older in like if they know that they feel uncoordinated that's another thing with people as they get older they don't feel comfortable exercising because they don't feel coordinated jogging or playing tennis or playing badminton whatever it is but how do you encourage people to integrate the brain to the rest of their body as they get older i know you do it a lot with kids but i'm also fascinated with people as they age as well yeah, I mean, the, the the way I do it is using acupressure <clears throat> excuse me, to actually uh, actively engage the different reflexes that allow you to be more coordinated. So a lot of basic uh, balance, a lot of basic posture, and this is what is affected by chiropractic, is you change the proprioception, which helps maintain access to these automatic reflexes. There's a whole set of spinal reflexes that just keep you standing upright, give you posture, the upright posture. These are called the writing reflexes, right? And these go basically from the muscles to the spine and back to the muscles. They don't have a lot of uh, upstairs activity Mm. because they have to happen very quickly and it doesn't have time to go upstairs, think about it, come back down again. Otherwise, you'd be on the floor, right? right. And and so you can actually, there's ways of assessing this with muscle testing and then seeing whether these reflexes are integrated or not, and then they can be reset with acupressure or by another, several other techniques. And resetting those postural reflexes allows you to be much more, uh, have much better balance, and also be able to respond to activities in a much more coordinated way. Then there's another set of reflexes that are specifically for running and walking, and these are called the gait reflexes. These are individual muscles in the arms and individual muscles in the hips and, and, and legs that are involved with you moving your left arm and your right leg, your right arm and your left leg, and they're always counterlateral. They always work across the body, right? And they're, and they're set up to allow you to walk and run with ease. But these also, over time, from injury, <clears throat> from falls, from slipping, you know, and they, these, the, the proprioceptors that run these actions, these reflexes, can become unset. And then you start to become less agile, you start to become less balanced, and often have balance problems. And just resetting these reflexes can often have an enormous impact on, on how stable you are as an, as an older adult. That's great. That is profound. If you check, and if you, you can do it, these muscle sessions quite easily, you check like 25 people from 60 to 70, and you check 25 people from 20 to 30, you're going to find more gait imbalances and more writing imbalances in the older group than the younger group. 
What a yeah. surprise. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We do see that a lot in chiropractic too, and obviously yep. the chiropractic adjustment does um, help that and affect that. You've got a protocol called LEAP, LEAP, and you yep. do this with children uh, to assist <clears throat> them with uh, brain integration, um, which of course yep. will assist with ADD, ADHD, dyslexia, all yep. these sorts of things. What Can you use this particular protocol with adults? Oh, absolutely. In fact... It's not uncommon to be working with a child that the first session, I go through an assessment and I explain to the parents from using muscle testing and feedback what type of learning problem the child has, right? And I ask them different questions, et cetera. And then by the, often at the end of the session, or maybe the, the first couple of sessions, I say, uh, can you be too old to have this treatment? Because <laughs> they recognize that's just like me when I was a kid. Yeah, they know it's and good you for know them. what? You just became an older kid, that's all. <laughs> Yeah, and you still have the same problems. It's exactly yes, the same in chiropractic, isn't it, Damien? You see the, yep. chi- the child come in, parent brings them in, and then the parents going, "I think I need to be checked." <laughs> because the, you know, and and so that certainly some of it has a, a a kind of genetic basis, but a lot of it is is basically just the wears and tears of life. And some of these things are with, with for the work I do with the leap and with brain integration it has to do with deep psychoemotional issues that happened usually in early childhood and it's not a, a rational conscious thing it's largely subconscious you know we have to physically survive and we also have to psychoemotionally survive we're unusual as a be- and as a being because we have like animals have to physically survive and they have a fight or flight reaction that helps them do that we have a fight or flight reaction that helps us do that of course we do but we have another we have another type of survival and that's called psychoemotional ego survival animals not so much I mean, not that some animals aren't relatively sentient, but when a lioness is out in the savanna and she's taken down a gazelle and fought her way to have her share of the food, is walking over to lie down in the sun with a full belly, she's not thinking, oh, what are the other lionesses thinking of my tail? (laughs) But a well-fed woman walking across the beach can have exactly that issue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Charles, you've been a wealth of information. This has been sensational, and I, and I really hope that a lot of people feel like they can not only improve their memory but improve their brain integration just from some sure. of the wisdom that you've shared. I want to give a quick plug to the Mind International yes. Forum that you're coming to Australia for, Charles. It's on uh, Friday the 17th of May. goes through to Monday the 20th of May. There, uh, There's world experts there on nutrient therapy, diet, natural, and, and neurotherapies. Uh, there's four streams to choose from. There's food, is medicine, there's integrative treatments for brain immuno-gut illness, there's paleo principles for wellness and prevention. That's where uh, the great caveman himself, Dr. Brett Hill from the Wellness Guys and that paleo show and also Dr. Ron Ehrlich from the Good Doctors, they'll both be uh, hosting that session as well. There's also a practitioner certification program. So if you're a parent um, with young kids who are struggling with ADHD, allergies or you yourself um, want to learn way more about health and, and from you know a 100 not out perspective, um, aging well, definitely go to Mind. It's mindd.org have a look at the uh, forum and um, and book your tickets to Sydney um, Charles thank you so much for joining us on 100 Not Out it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and uh, I know Damien and I are far more empowered in our aging process already thank you so much thank you Charles you're welcome and I do highly, highly re- recommend the Mind Conference because you're going to learn you'll find out how much of what if you are what you eat quite literally that was been said a long time ago but it has a lot of truth in it that's it, and, so, and that's it. It's a, uh, it's going to be a fabulous event. Um, 
Folks, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. The best way, of course, is to go to our website at www.thewellnesscouch.com slash 100 not out. Also, remember, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and check out the fullwellnesscouch.com website where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available. Until next week, though, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, Damien Christoph from 100 Not Out here. You know that your health is a direct reflection of your peer group, right? So have you thought about bringing a group of people to our Melbourne Wellness Summit? your colleagues, your friends, or your family. We've got great packages for 10 or more people to the summit, which will be held at Crown in Melbourne on Saturday, August 17. It's going to be 10 hours of powerhouse wellness featuring my Wellness Guys teammates, of course, the Up For A Chat girls, world-class exhibits, and loads more. For group discounts and to secure your spot, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com.